With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Nick Zennick, and I am joined by Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso. Good evening. Gentlemen, I, I, how you I, all I doing? always have to give it to you. you. You never have the intro. It's never in the script. It's never you just free It's all ad lib. And it's always It's phenomenal. improv. It's, it's improv. Always, it's improv. It's very I love it. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, this is going to be a very special installment. We're going to sway away from the little DC talk. Mm -hmm. And we are going to finally give our two cents in on the MCU Sony Spider-Man split. So, yeah. (laughs) Special effects. So, with all that out of the way, I'll pass it on to you guys. We'll just go around here. Thoughts, predictions, initial reaction. Go for it. Well, Dad, you got me in the Spider-Man first. So, um... This has really been a big topic of discussion for about the last month. There are a lot of brokenhearted people. There's a lot of MCU stands and just MCU people in general that are absolutely devastated that Marvel has lost the creative control of Spider-Man when it comes to the motion pictures. Um, I don't want to bore everybody with the details, but it was just a it was a negotiation between Marvel and Sony. Obviously, Marvel wanted a bigger piece of the pie than Sony wanted to let them have it. They kind of probably threw their muscles out and said, hey, listen, Far From Home did was the first Spider-Man movie to do a billion dollars. But Sony didn't really flinch. And um, I'm of the opinion that Far From Home was a pretty mediocre movie, and it only really did a billion dollars because it came right off the tails of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And oh, without oh, Endgame as the fuck. lead and kind of the precursor to it and the little wrap-up and continuation, it was a very average, very modern take Spider-Man. I take nothing away from it. So so, so the divisiveness that this has caused is, is really, you know, people are going at each other's throats, which is kind of goofy. I hate when we see this on Twitter because... It's all it's it's not that serious to talk about it. I think there's pros and cons on both sides. Um, the prevailing theme of those that are against it is they just will not get to see Spider-Man interact with the other Avengers, the other Marvel-held properties. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, say hallelujah. I think that's a good thing mm-hmm. because I think we've already got enough of Spider-Man interacting with the Marvel Universe, that it's time to bring him back down into his own universe, into the city of New York City, and kind of refocus on him privately, his personal life, his issues, his problems, continue to develop the villains that are there um, to be his adversaries that all don't have to be derivatives of Tony Stark. And I'm in that camp... I'm in the camp where um, I I enjoyed Civil War. I like Tom Holland as Spider Man. I really do. But it's it's time it's time to get away from the Marvel stuff. So that's the introduction. The Sony MCU split. I'm kind of on the side that says I'm kind of glad. I am glad that it happened. I'm not condemning him in the MCU. But I've seen enough of it from my perspective to say that I want to see the character come back to his core roots a little bit and be developed. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So, so yeah. So we'll just keep starting off with how we feel, and then we'll go into a ton of stuff later. 
Dad, I'm with you. I was <laughs> – and I hate to say happy because I, I, I never want other people who like something to be upset when something happens because we were very upset when Affleck left, very mm-hmm. upset rumors of Cavill left. Yeah. So sure. I'm not like yes for the people who like him saying ha, 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 blah, blah. But I was very happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know we're not going to get into backstory real quick, but I'm just going to. Uh, Spider-Man is, is my favorite superhero because uh, he's the most relatable hero. Just to get personal for a sec because you, you're going to see me get really worked up during when we're talking about Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man is the most relatable, uh, but um, he's very re- relatable to me because the true essence of Spider-Man is he was kind of an outcast. Um had it rough, whether it be socially, whether it be financially, et cetera. Um, some of those things uh, d- d- we've dealt with. Right. I, I, of I, I, I will yeah. say that's some things we've dealt with. And for me, I mean, we went to school together. Um, especially in grade school, it was way more apparent what I'm about to say than it is now. But um, I am someone who stutters. When I was uh, in grade school, it was uh, worse. There were times when, you know, kids are. I'm, I'm not upset at anyone. Kids no. don't understand. Right. Jokes, ignorance, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but talking for me was something very scary. Um, so I related. I confided in Spider-Man a lot because he put the mask on. He was someone else. So when I was outside of school and outside of scary talking situations, I was Spider-Man. Then I was Peter at school. I felt the same way as he did. Very anxious uh, at times, you know, getting... Worked up by like a Flash Thompson kicking his ass or saying shit to him. Like it, 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 it happened. So I'm not saying a woe is me. That's not what I'm trying to say. I, I, I had a great childhood. I had a lot of great people. It's why you've come back into my life because you're a good person. Um, so I'm, I'm not using that. But I'm saying uh, there was things to relate to. And our family was never terribly in trouble. But, you know, he, he, was, he is the realest superhero to where – a lot of superheroes, you look and say, oh, there was loss there. I haven't experienced that or something. I haven't experienced that. There's some things we can't experience, like the wealth, wealth. of Bruce Wayne yeah. or the wealth of Tony Stark. I was not a soldier and got frozen in ice and lost the love of my life. Right. I, I did not. But there's enough about Peter and just being a normal kid in New York that was so relatable to me, a young kid going into my teenage years. It was, it was inspiring. So I think the deal is great because <sighs> – the MCU, and I'm shocked to say this about Kevin Fahey, but I'm also not, they don't know who he is. They don't. You can, and I know, quick side note, I'm I'm a little bit, ups- I've had so many people tell me DC movies suck, Donna Justice sucks, this movie sucks, and and I, I didn't like The Last Jedi. Everyone tells me, you're dumb because that's a great movie. I go, okay. I don't get mad at anyone. Right. If you argue, some of these bloggers out there, I mean, like, I love you guys, and you guys give me my news and keep me occupied in grad school on Twitter, but, and I'm not going to name drop, but there's a couple guys who they're so angry, and it's like a sin, and it's going to ruin the character, and Sony's stupid, but guys, aren't you guys comic book guys? Don't you know he's not right? Like, 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 really, I mean, we had a, a Twitter exchange with somebody pretty big. You and I did dad, which, of course, we're not yeah. going to name drop because no disrespect to these people. No, we had a, an exchange where you and I, dad, were arguing, uh, do give 
give due credit to the success of the films and how and you know he's trying he, we can tell he cares for the role sure. but but this movie isn't really peter in our eyes and you can change things about characters they changed thor to make him funnier right they went with scott lang first instead of hank pym yada yada but you can't change the foundations of the character you can't show a bruce wayne and never reference his parents you can't have him not be close to alfred you can't have a superman film with no lois lane you can't have it like like you can't have the flash without losing his mom uh and i could go on forever but i'm not going to people were trying to tell us they got everything right in Far From Home, specifically the movie Far From Home, with, yeah. with the personalities from the characters in the comics. Absolutely not, because Peter Parker is not a photographer. He has no relationship with Aunt May. Aunt May is a hot hipster who uses Spider-Man for photo shoots and fundraisers. Um, Aunt May has always been – when she finds out, she's terrified yeah. for him. She wants him to live his life. She thinks he's going to die. She doesn't want to lose him the same yeah. way that she lost Ben. But, oh, wait, they never reference Uncle Ben or the reason why he became a hero. Or Aunt May is living her life like a celebrity, uh, swooning over Happy Hogan when Ben was supposed to be her world. That's something you can't change. I, I, I don't care what any one of you MCU stand says. Um, what I, I like about 80% of the MCU – but the rest of it, man, it's pretty It's pretty bad. It, it's turned into the Fast and Furious where there's pumping out films of low quality, same formula for cheap humor, whatever. They have yet to make a Spider-Man movie, the MCU. People, people get too caught up with everyone thinks the MCU is right just for being the MCU and being financially, critically, whatever, successful, mm-hmm. where they're really not. They're they're really not. And like I said, I wouldn't care so much if this wasn't my favorite character. But when people look at me and say, these are the best Spider-Man movies. Holland is the best Spider-Man. It's the best portrayal. He's not, he's no. not unless you want me. But then I tell people he's great at being Iron yeah. Man Jr. He's great at being a sidekick. And they're like, he, he's his own hero. No, because they have yet to make a movie where he is withdrawn from Tony. He's, he, he has five appearances now mm-hmm. where his whole motivation is Tony Stark. Yeah. That's a lot for me. And his movies It's enough. His two solo movies are engineered to just make him fit in the MCU. That's why the MCU yeah. ruins quality. You shouldn't make yeah. the film you shouldn't have it tie in first, focus on the character second. Captain Marvel could have been a great story if they didn't need it to take place in the 90s. If they didn't need a reason for her to be gone. In my opinion, I, I know some people love Captain Marvel. This is just me. They did a great job with Ragnarok. It's its own story. R- r- very no, not yeah. a lot of MCU ties as well. And you bring it in at the end. Just do that like you did for all of Phase 1 and part of Phase 2. Why yeah. now every movie, even Black Panther does a great one. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is great. He's on house arrest. That's fine. But when you make it like, oh, Spider-Man's here. He wants to join the Avengers. He wants to be like Tony Stark. Oh, wait, and he's Peter Parker. Or in this movie, oh, he's going to go on a trip. Tony just died. The world needs the next Iron Man. Oh, he can be the next Iron Man. Oh, and then here's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And people are content with a deleted scene where he sells his Star Wars collection to show you he's financially struggling. Or the one scene, he's not even, like, smart. He's, like, dumb and, hap- and, 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 and happy. He's like Robin from the Adam West shows. Oh, holy hypotenuse, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're, we're gonna to fight Thanos. Like... That's not 
fuck you guys. That's not Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. he doesn't even – oh, because – oh, it shows the one scene where he answers a question in class and he works on the web for five minutes. Oh, but there's Peter Intelligence. He needed a goddamn suit with a voice called Karen to show him where to web the fucking boat to hold it together in fucking Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but he's smart. Now, I'm glad there was none of the Karen stuff in Far From Home. That's why when we rank later, Far From Home got it right kind of at the end there with the spy. So so we'll get into it. It's not all bad. And mm-hmm. I'm not ripping Tom Holland. You really care. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love you. I'm glad to see. I'm, I'm glad we did get to see Spider-Man interact with people, but... It's hard for me to sit here and say these are Spider-Man movies. If you make me review them as not Spider-Man films, they're enjoyable. They're funny. But yeah. I'm not ready to say they're Spider-Man films, but I'm sorry if that was emotional. But this is my favorite no, character. Sure. Like a lot of people were upset at um, – there's a good amount of people that were upset at Shazam. That 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 he was so comical when he became even though it's the new fifty two where he's the kid in the adult's body, they're like, Wow, it's really it's like really, really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And that's the driving force. So like you know, I like Shazam, but um that's just me. I'm rambling a lot. We'll get into specifics, but I think it's great. He gets to be on his own. I don't care for all you MCU stands who don't like it. You will see the movie, you will pay the eleven dollars, you will be there Thursday night, and you will probably Try to force yourself to not enjoy it, but you will. You will, because there's still some scenes in the MCU where I'm like, oh, but that was cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's me. I'm sorry if that took too long. Go ahead. That's okay. (laughs) So I'm going to start off by preface saying I agree with you guys. My problem has never been Tom Holland in the role. I love Tom Holland. It's It's always... It's the writing. It's not his fault. It's been the writing. It's been the portrayal. And as far as the split goes, I'm with you guys. I've never really necessarily called it a bad thing. And there's now, you know, in business dealings, okay, people need to take in mind here. And it kind of goes over people's heads. Disney does not have the rights to Spider-Man. Sony's always had the rights to Spider-Man. That's correct. You are correct. I believe because Disney almost went bankrupt. I believe it might have been sometime in the 90s. Sony bought the rights. Sony's always had the rights. It's been Sony wanting to do Disney. To do business with Disney. They bought the rights because Marvel almost went bankrupt. Yeah, Marvel did. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Marvel did. Disney's never going bankrupt. No, no. No, <laughs> Disney's never going bankrupt. Marvel yeah. did. I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been the deal that, okay, you help me, I help you. But then what eventually always happens in a business? You always get some greedy mofo that wants more than the other person. And then this is where we are. But... The reason why I've never been worried is because all live-action Spider-Man movies have made at least $700 million That's right. Plus. Now, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse didn't. It doesn't need to. It's an animated movie. Correct. It's also been the most critically received Spider-Man movie. It has. Fun fact. Yeah. So. Which, hey, all yep. the credit to it because mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that later. But, yep. that's... but just like you guys, and I'm going to make a little DC reference here. Because because we have to. Right? Because we have to. So I kind of think like Spider-Man like Batman. He doesn't have to interact with other heroes. Thank But some you, of his best stories Nick, are him by himself. Thank right. you, right. Nick. He has never religiously been... I could argue that Batman is more involved with the Justice League than Spider-Man ever was with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's listening can well, fact-check me. He because, was never the leader of the team. He was, yeah. he was never mm-hmm. 
when the Avengers were formed and, and through the first so many issues, he was never a, a core part of that. He he merely came on board many years kid, later. Yeah. He, he was not that was not his thing. You know, he's a teenage kid or whatever. Oh look, mm-hmm. his, let's let's dive in a little bit deeper. So you know, the character Spider Man has had uh, five motion pictures before he entered into the foray of the MCU. And I don't want to sound dated or old, and I don't want people to take this the wrong way, but really, the first two Spider-Man movies by by Raimi were beautifully done. And they really, really captured the essence of who the character is. And now it's become convenient and somewhat comical for people to look back and rip Tobey Maguire and say he looked too old for the role or Kirsten Dunst wasn't good or Franco. But I could tell you this, when those movies came out, they were huge box office success at the time. And, you know, whether you love the way the Green Goblin looked or not, that first movie and the second movie are damn good comic book movies. They, they made me really feel the character of Spider-Man. And I've had certain guys try to tell me factually I'm wrong. What you're facts? Not, you're not. You're First not, of all, they're not. opinions, okay? Yeah. They're not really facts and anyway. Right. And right. just let me say something real yeah. quick before yeah. you finish. I, I, I do want to go on and say right. because people get so triggered so fast. We are not – yes, we're knocking stuff, but it's in just good – opinionated, yeah. passionate, There's fun. Right. So please nobody get upset. I don't get mad at the people who like the MCU Spider-Man. I know no. I got passionate like fuck you guys or whatever, but I, I don't mean it to attack. Right. I, we're all just sharing what we believe. If you don't agree, don't get mad. Right. But we're just coming from a passionate standpoint. We defend the things we love. We get passionate. We get fired up. But it doesn't mean... That anything's bad or you're wrong. And like you said, th- these aren't facts. Right, right, you could listen right. to this and say these guys are out of their I'm mind. Giving, That's fine. Right. But what my dad is trying to say is people, like in this exchange we had, we, we, we personally started our tweets with the word I feel, I think, in my opinion. And people come back and even, you know – People from comicbook.com and Forbes, the ones we yeah. love, come back with, well, no, it's. And when you word something, I am a communication, I'm a speech language pathologist, intent, communicative intent, yeah, wording, semantics can mean everything. They come off as fact. People come off and try to make their opinions facts. And right. if, if you're saying I'm wrong, well, you're just as wrong. So that's what we're saying right. by it's an opinion. We are stating opinions. Right. You might not agree. You could say we're dumb as shit for our opinion. That's great. Do not make it personal for us. Do not get angry at us. Get angry at the concept, not the people. Yeah, the, 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 in my interpretation, no facts here, but, but the Raimi movies were as close to the – original idea of who Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. what he was conceived of, how I read him, how I went back and read the first 30, 40 issues. Those were the closest to the comic. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a fact. I'm just going to tell you it's my interpretation. I think it's the interpretation of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm a little biased towards those films. We got the third one. Kind of derailed a little bit, but there's still a lot of good in it. Now, I'm not here to break down all the movies, but mm-hmm. I was fairly satisfied at that point 
with the movies of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand whatever happened at that point, Spider-Man 3 still did a lot of movie. It wasn't as critically acclaimed as the other two. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the whole Raimi thing, he had the, the plan for number four. And then Sony decided to pull the plug on him and go in another direction, okay? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they gave us our first true movie about Peter Parker, and I believe they really captured the essence of the character, of his trials and tribulations, of his struggle, of his accepting and coming into with great power comes great responsibility. I really believed in the love story between him and Kirsten Dunst. I believe he was truly in love with her from the beginning because in the beginning of that movie, he says, there's the girl, the love of my life, blah, blah, blah. You felt that mm-hmm. as, a, as a high school kid. That was the girl next door. So, so for me... That's what they gave us. Then we move on to the Andrew Garfield Emma Stone movie. So I was like a little bit, I rebelled against those movies when they first came out because I thought it was too close and I was a little bit upset that they did reboot the movies and they cast new characters. Having said that, I thought thought Andrew Garfield played to me, which was a different version of Spider-Man. He was kind of the, the cooler, more grown up. He still had the same problems, but I, I'm going to compare it to the comic universe. He was kind of like when Todd McFarlane took over Spider-Man, mm-hmm. even though he was a little bit our older of a version. But Peter was a little bit more cooler in society, sort of evolved with those movies. Okay, so I believe that he also portrayed Spider-Man and gave it was wonderful in it. Mm-hmm. I also think some of the scenes in there. The visionary work, the iconic scenes in the web and the sewer were some of the best things I ever saw. I think Mark Webb took it to another level. I thought the chemistry, and I know they were dating in real life, but the chemistry between him and Emma Stone were great. Rewatching those two movies, they're better than I thought they were. There was a little bit too much of the same old, same old in all of them, but just enough of new stuff and exciting stuff that... I then now was disappointed that they didn't go any further because it seemed like there were cool some setups, okay? So so I don't want to go. Now we're, I'll go back yeah. in the MCU, but I'm just touching on where Sony was. Yeah. I thought Sony did a really excellent job handling the franchise of Spider-Man. Anytime you make five movies about the same character, I don't care who the hell the character is, there's going to be some flaws as you continue to make them. There's going to be some repetition. So there's going to be some crossovers. There's going to be some great ideas. So I get it, okay? I get it. Unfortunately, it seemed like after Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, that they did kind of screw up. And with the success of MCU, there became this prevalent theme that MCU's got to take Spidey, they got to save him. I'm going to end it there because then I'm going to give you my own MCU. And I don't want you to yeah. dwell on no, MCU now. No, We're just talking Sony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go for it. No. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, um, I agree with you. So, so Toby's are religiously for me. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man film. One of the best superhero films in general. Absolutely. Still. Yeah. Sure. Still. Sure. Spider-Man 1, iconic. That's maybe top 10 still. Maybe top 10, I don't care what anyone says. People will look back and say it's dated, but dude, in 30 years, they're going to laugh at the technology used for Endgame. 
the world keeps changing. I hate yeah. when people knock something for how it looks and feels. Because no one will rip Empire Strikes Back, but people will rip the first oh, listen, Spider-Man movie, listen, whatever. Yeah. There's yeah. the, the Far From Home and the other ones, they don't look any better yeah. than Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man. Yeah. So I don't see a great so, deal of progress. True. Well, it does when it's an all CGI Spider-Man. <clears throat> cough, yeah. cough, awful. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is. Um, so, so yeah. For me, the Raimi ones. I know Spider-Man Three gets a little silly, but if you take out the emo Peter scene, the movie's a better movie. Just saying. Yep. That holds it down too much, but that is one choice that hurts the movie. I'll rank them later, but the the Garfield ones to me have a special place in my heart because they kept a lot of the same, but then they tried to be different. This is how I view the Andrew Garfield films. The first one is pretty solid for telling a similar story. The second one, plot and villain-wise, is pretty bad, but... Andrew, Emma, some of the scenes, his relationship with Aunt May, and the last 20 minutes of the movie, starting the tower to Gwen's speech to Peter with the kid at the end. It has so much of pure Spider-Man that, like I said, as a Spider-Man movie, I will love. So, yes, I will say it's a... I hate to use the word bad. It's not a very good movie. It is not a very good superhero movie. But it is a pretty good Spider-Man movie. People listening will tell me that doesn't make sense. But it makes sense to me and it makes sense to these two guys. Whatever. Um, There's more Spider-Man in – forget Tobey Maguire movies. There's more Spider-Man in the last 20 minutes of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 – than there has been in every single appearance in anything he's done in the MCU. Absolutely. And there's still so much heart, so much emotion. I forget when Captain Stacy catches him without the mask and Peter turns around and he goes, your daughter's an Oscorp. I have to save her. You have Mm. to listen to me. And he says, okay, he puts the gun down. And right before he goes and swings away he picks up Peter's mask because he took it off and he throws it to him he's like you're going to need this yeah so good stuff, so and then he oh, fights yeah. alongside him on the roof yeah um you know in two when Gwen dies man that was real that that sure. that talk about emotion the kid at the end the kid at the end is the great so that's how I feel about those movies right because we're still talking about Sony right it's an animated some people count this in, as being a Spider-Man film because it hit theaters in a theatrical run. You, Dad, you don't necessarily count this as being in the Spider-Man film category. I do. People ripping Sony. Well, Sony has an Academy Award-winning Spider-Man film and Into the Spider-Verse. I think Into the Spider-Verse was great because yep. it tells Miles' story pretty true. And even there's good stuff with Peter in there, so... That's that's the thing. Okay, they're using an older Peter who's okay. that's okay. There's so so Spider-Man here's my thing and who he is, is there. all throughout into the Spider-Verse. That's what makes it a great movie. Here, so so here's my main thing I'm gonna close with on this topic. 
and then I'll turn it over to you, Nick. People are going to, you know, like we said, sometimes you can change the character for better. Sometimes you can change it for worse. Um, for people, there are people who think Garfield's Peter is too cool. Okay, um, you say he's like Todd McFarlane. Absolutely. But yeah. because he's still in high school, I'll say he's kind of like the ultimate Peter. Yeah. In well, the ultimate comics. He was Todd a skater McFarlane's kid. Yeah. Batman was older too. Yeah. But I just thought he was portraying himself a little but bit. Like, you, yeah. you can do that at a different age. So he yeah. could be the cooler Peter just as a younger Peter. Yeah. A lot like the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is what a lot of the live movies did. The X-Men films drew a lot of yeah. inspiration from the Ultimate because those are easier to make into movies. They were more real. They were less, at the time, comic booky when there wasn't a lot of confidence in comic book films. Right. And you can really go there. Yeah. They, they took well, less risks. Oh, gosh, G. Willikers. And, you know, you, well, had yeah. to, you had to give it some grit and some teeth. And Absolutely. Some, some real, so, so, Nick, what? Yeah. I but, mean, but real quick, yeah. here's my thing. So people get mad at that. The plot line with his parents was a little tough because it felt forced. It sure. didn't really work. Sure. But there are people here who say they got Spider-Man wrong because he was a quote-unquote cooler Peter because he cared about his parents so much. Um, so, and I'm, I'm not attacking, but it's a little hypocritical because for the really big Spidey MCU fans what's to me what and you can tell me if i'm wrong what's more of a deviation cooler peter who has an inkling for his parents but still keeps his relationship with aunt may and with the city of new york and spider-man's principles with great power comes great responsibility his motivation from the death of uncle ben to none of that at all and being gifted the Spider-Man suit and tech from Tony Stark, and well, essentially to talk about being with the, mentored. Yeah, with the MCU. So, so you can't. It, it's apples and oranges. It's the same thing. You, they're both fruit. Like you can't look at me and rip Garfield's Peter for being cooler when yeah. Holland's is Tony Stark's trainee. Like it's it's you. It's the same thing. So if we want to be consistent, we can say there's three different Peters. The only reason I argue, I think being mentored by Tony Stark is a way more different deviation than being a cooler Peter. For example, like I touched on earlier, they make, excuse me, they make Thor funnier. He's still son of Odin. He's still from Asgard. He's still the God of Thunder. He didn't get his powers from frickin' Valkyrie. You know, uh, the Flash didn't get his suit and tech and from Batman. Superman didn't become Superman because he saw Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Superman's death inspired Batman to make the Justice League. That's fine. Wonder Woman's still from Themyscira. She didn't come from Themyscira, see Superman want to be a superhero like you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's if you want to make wonder woman funny go ahead but don't make her whole reason for being a hero different clark is a kid from kansas close with his parents don't make him oh he became a hero because he saw bruce wayne on tv and he wants to be like batman he wants to be in the justice league it's it's too much of a deviation for me maybe i'm wrong yeah yeah no, I mean those 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 are they're all incredible points. 
And I want to even like preface too is even okay. You don't want to talk about comic books when people go and watch movies. They want movies that they can relate to. They want to see the struggle because the struggle is what you relate to. It's what I relate to. It's what everybody relates to. And these Sony <laughs> movies, for everything you guys just said. Now, I have a special connection with Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Mainly because it's the first movie that I remember watching. You know, I remember my Spider-Man yeah. cereal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sitting there at yeah. the table. Yeah. But yeah. you were glued. And I was hooked. And you guys got me into Spider-Man. Yeah. And had it not been for Spider-Man 1... I don't even know if I'd be here today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd come over by you guys. We'd, we'd watch Spider-Man. We'd, yeah. we'd the animated series. Mm-hmm. We'd play the video game. Yeah. It's incredible. Spider-Man 2, it's one of my favorite favorite comic book movies of all time. Absolutely. I'll even go and say that the Gar- the Garfield's probably the best actor to, to play him. Right. Sure. Actor-wise, yeah. Actor-wise. Actor-wise. I wouldn't disagree. And Everyone then gets opinion, you, you named know. the one scene, even in Amazing Spider-Man 1, we talked about it. Where the city of New York is helping him, and they can see him struggling. Yeah. I have not seen that in the MCU. They no. do it in Toby. I want to see that. I want people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hey. mean, we're, we're, we're at a day and age now where humans are helping the heroes, heroes are helping the humans. That's right. And for and that scene, to me, I mean, God forbid, I'm getting tears in my it's eyes. It's the because... essence of Spider-Man. It's how he was written, how Stanley wrote him, how everybody. And the scene, the scene one, Uncle Ben. Yeah. You Spider-Man said something one. so important. That the the movies you need them to be relatable. The MCU really disconnects the heroes from people. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, we have five, six movies. If you count Miles Morales, you have six Spider-Man movies where you can really relate to something. I can't relate with being on a private jet and using this special computer to make my costume. Well- Right. That's, let's that's, tra- yeah. So let's transfer into the MCU. Got so okay. we're coming off what I think they wanted you to believe that there was there was a failure with Amazing Spider-Man 2. It all kind of fell apart. We were going to do the Sinister Six and there was going to be spinoffs. And mm-hmm. obviously the way that Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 ended, there were going to be more. So somewhere along the line, it just seemed like... Maybe maybe Garfield wasn't happy with the direction of Spider-Man yeah. 2, I think he stated. So here comes Marvel. Marvel is the, the kingpin, the daddy of Spider-Man. And it's like, okay, they're going to come in. They took over Spider-Man. Everybody was excited. Even I was excited at the I time. Was too. I was I'm too. like, Marvel's going to take over Spider-Man. Okay, so what they did is they had this brand new shiny car to go along with all the other beautiful, successful, fast cars that they had, right? Mm-hmm. And... They insert him into Civil War. He probably didn't need to be in Civil War. No, he didn't. But he's such a big character. They stuck him in there, I think, for... Uh, I think it was gratuitous. It was through the money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they gave Absolutely. you... They gave you a Peter with really no backstory, which is fine. But... Some of the stuff you guys are talking about, you, you almost, it's like the new Batman movie. We almost see the origin. We kind of know who he was, how he became Spider. We don't need to see that again. But so Tony comes in there. Um, Tony's also, how can I put it, forlorn because a mother approaches him and says her young son in the army was killed, a young kid. Yeah. But here he is soliciting that, a young you know, kid that's my thing. who's green. 
around the gills. That, he's just a young saying. boy that's, that's from my, Amiga Beans. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's, let's get go. let's yeah. go beyond that's that. Because I do love Civil point. War. I still yeah. like Civil yeah. War. I can live with these plot holes. They're comic book movies, okay? This is not real life. But looking beyond all that, I can still I, I'm still willing to accept a little bit of, of what happened. He kind of guides him a little bit, helps him a little bit. But from that point forward, I think it should have ended. And it he didn't have to be so interconnected with Tony Stark. That's what I'm he saying. He could yeah. have been his own guy that then kind of like either leaned on him or with the catastrophic events of, of Infinity War, then was called upon. But why in Far From Home is he so reliant on Tony? And is Tony watching him? And it just, it, it got to be too much for me. And once again, they never really, in any of these movies, I don't want the same old, I'm not trying to sound like an old guy here, I don't want the same old Uncle Ben story, but but why was there no reference to him? Why is Aunt May... Listen, I love Marissa Tomei. She's a beautiful woman, a great actress. I have no problem with her being Aunt May, but why was it not tempered down a little bit to kind of be more the intrinsic core values so that we could relate to them? Because really, at the end of the day... They don't talk. We don't relate to, we don't relate to anything in that movie. And then, no. and then he's in love. And then so now we start the first phase of the villain, Michael Keaton, was great as the vulture. And I could buy the Stark Tech and all that the, the one time. The first one, I'll the give first them time. the first time. It's villain. okay. It's an easy, easy, easy plot line Which to develop a villain. Which is the story of the MCU. Easy. Right. It's convenient. easy. It's easy. Thank it's you. convenient. He's in love with her daughter. He has no MJ or, or Zendaya is there. He doesn't give her the time. He doesn't even know she really exists. Mm -hmm. He's not in love with her. He's not attracted to her. She's a geeky character. Cool, and I love her. She she still does a good job, but he's in love with Liz, and and I'm not. We're not breaking the movies down. So, so to me, there's just no. It's just not. It's just not the core intrinsic values of Spider Man. Now, we're gonna do all the other stuff from there, right? So then, so then he's in he's in uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and like I said, it's cool to see him interact with those guys. That's fine. I can buy all that stuff. We get Far From Home, which, again, I thought um, Jake Gyllenhaal was great. I really did. But once again, he's another ex-angry Stark employee. And now all of a sudden I'm to believe that MJ is the love of Tom Holland's life, of Peter. Mm -hmm. Just too quickly done, plot lines all over the place, and yet I'm not going to tell you you're wrong if you like that. It's a new Spider-Man. It's a modern Spider-Man. But it's just thrown together so quickly. And there's, like, like why are we even supposed to like this Spider-Man? Why are we supposed to love him? Why am I, how am I supposed to feel compassion for Aunt May? She's with, she's with a billionaire. Happy you're, Hogan. You're He's on a jet. So this, none of the things that make Spider-Man Spider-Man are prevailing in these movies. And that's my problem. And, and as I, I'm going to close with this. That's why I'm happy that he does go back to Sony, and now it becomes a little bit just him, his stories, get him back, get him get him fundamentally rooted down. I'm not, again, folks, I'm not telling you you're wrong if you disagree with me. I'm just telling you that's my opinion of who Spider-Man is, who he's always been, 
And you can change him and you could deviate from who he is, but don't take the values away. Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm going to answer your question and go back to Civil War. Um, there is one thing I want to expose the MCU on, and I know this sounds like an MCU sh- like roasting fest. It's not, guys. It's not. We apo- we're just stating how we feel opinions. The MCU kept Tony to be his mentor in Homecoming because they knew they would make money yep. and they were afraid because Amazing Spider-Man 2 did not perform yes. that well. That's now it, that's, that's me. Key. Now yeah. for me, Civil War doesn't make a billion yet if Spider-Man's not in it. He right. was a big money pull. Yeah. Do not, if you are an MCU fan, and when I say, or stand, I don't mean stand in a bad way. I stand Henry Cavill as fucking Superman. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's not a bad thing. It's bad if you get toxic about it. Good point. Don't let the MCU fool you into thinking everything they do is right and everything they do is for the fans. It's a business. Yeah. They said if we put Spider-Man in this, they rushed him in at the end. He's completely CGI. They filmed the Holland scenes like months after the movie wrapped. Right. With Tony. They had him come back. His suit's all CGI. They made those. They did it all after. The actor, yeah. a lot of the actors didn't even meet Tom Holland because he wasn't at the airports. He right. wasn't there. He wasn't there. Right. Um, they knew it would make money. They, Robert Downey and the credit to him. Yes. You put him in anything, he's earned that. You put him in anything, he's going to get you in the theater. You're going to pay money because you love him. Arguably the best superhero performance career we, we have so far is Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I will bow to him and say thank you sure. for everything you did. Because at least, and I'm going to throw shade one last time, at least you played the character the right way. <laughs> yeah. But he, they made him in Homecoming so much to get you in there. Yes. In Infinity War, Spider-Man's pretty good. I know he's with Tony, but he, he's got some good scenes. He's got some yeah. good banter. Endgame, he comes back. He's on Tony, Tony, Tony. Okay. And then Far From Home is him dealing with... So once again, Far From Home made a billion because it rode the coattails of Endgame. And it gave you an epilogue to Tony, which so many people were going into that, wanting to see just how he reacted to Tony. Not even... And that's where the Spider-Man character is lost. When you're curious... How he's going to feel that his mentor is dead, his mentor being Tony Stark. It is so much MCU tie-in and Tony Stark tie-in for his Peter second. It's like you said, the stuff about Aunt May, he's not even a photographer. He doesn't even have a job. He, he, he's going on trips to Europe and it's yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, outstanding. outstanding. But another Tony Stark employee disgruntled. They and I'm going to challenge Kevin Feige. He'll never listen to this, but if anyone hears this, I want him to move away from Robert Downey Jr. Show me you've made so many other movies that were successful yeah, without needing will, to use though. him. I think they will. I just yeah, but listen. why does he need a scene in Black Widow, even if it's a goddamn flashback? Oh, Let yeah. the man die. Yeah. Let him die. Stop relying yeah. on Robert Downey Jr. You hit a home run with Black right. Panther. You hit a home run with Captain well, here, Marvel. Here's the thing, too. Go ahead. Here's the thing, too. And again, maybe this is a good thing or not a bad thing, but this Spider Man and his aunt are never going to be wanting anything because would Tony Stark allow them to be poor 
Is happy going to allow them to be poor? You, I mean, you I think they're still them, poor? Oh, they're no, not they're still not. poor. No, oh, no, no. Okay. But I'm saying There's so. No way, so yeah. that essence is kind of gone now. So if they try to play that now, now at Sony, we're going to maybe forget all that, and maybe I he is going to be poor. Yeah. Because Nick, how can I buy him? In a, in a in a bedroom apartment, unable to pay the jet making that's that so so my point is that look, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you the character can only be one way, but it's let him come back. Let's focus now on New York City on Spider Man. I don't want to see him gallivanting in the in the universe anymore. We've done that. We've seen that. It's now time for him to come back here, face his real issues. And, you know, I wasn't even that thrilled with the way Far From Home ended that I'm particularly worried about oh, if they so continue, good. you know, everyone how mysterious how everyone knows it's Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, that to so me was stupid. was kind of a boring, almost overplayed, mm-hmm. actually like an Iron, another Iron Man kind of theme. I know Iron Man admitted who he was and Peter didn't, but it's kind of like, geez, are you doing like the Iron Man thing again or, or what, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so again, so... In, in my closing, I, I'm excited about what's to come. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of him with the other people, and there's still plenty of some other people they could develop within the Sony universe that he can be okay. Let the Marvel u- movies stand on their own a little bit now because they're going to develop those characters. And you know what? I don't want them forcing the Spider-Man in the new Avengers or whatever just so they could do a billion dollars or he could be running around with... You know, the Wasp and Ant-Man That's or whatever. What I'm saying. I don't care about that anymore. Let those movies stand on them. Let's see if they could now build a new universe with enough new people to make those interesting enough to, that they can be proud, proudly worthy of the success, you know, who came before them, Chris Evans and, and Robert Downey Jr. and them. So let, let that go on. Well, I do want to say uh, <laughs> Spider-Man isn't far from home anymore. <laughs> I had to get that out there. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. Um, but I do want to throw out one thing because there is one thing that I liked from Holland Spider-Man and MCU, and I'm so mad they never touched on it because it was probably the most relatable thing I ever heard him say. And he was save the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Spider-Man to me. Yeah. Sure. 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 And he didn't save the little guy. He always wanted to save the big guys. Yeah. That's right. So. And then, because, you know, another DC reference, I'll throw, I'll throw one out there. You guys all know Smallville, right? Yes. Yeah, him okay. and Ivy, yeah. You, unique take, a little bit of an Elseworld, different take, still Superman, but not Superman. Whole point of the whole, the whole concept of that show, it was always Clark and his dad. It was Clark dealing with his powers. It was him relying on his dad to yeah. show him, yeah. show him the way, show him the light. Joel was still there. Everybody from his mythos was still there. It was different. You didn't get Superman to the goddamn last two minutes of that season 10 finale. Sure. It was still Superman. Spider-Man in the MCU has never really felt like Spider-Man. Thank you. It's just felt like a cash grab. Yeah. Like, oh, here's That's Spider-Man. Right. He Go has see never Spider-Man. felt like the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. But are we yeah. wrong? Are we are we being stuffy? No. no because I think no. I think no. we're, no. we're we're wrong because of cuz this is the new norm now. We're wrong because we don't agree with the... Yeah. MCU. The MCU has been going on since 2008. Eight. Yeah. Okay. 
everybody's just so conditioned now that this is the way it's got to be. People think it needs to be connected. He needs to be here. And people love the humor. Yeah. They love the silliness. The, it, I mean, mm. it's true. When you got people saying Shazam is the best DC movie since The Dark Knight, we know it's because oh, it's because yeah. it's funny. Okay, it's because it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it has heart. So does Man of Steel. No, do not disagree with me, anyone. So, Man of Steel is heart, etc. So let's let's we're gonna close this out in about five ten minutes. Or let's talk about going forward. Can Howland now deliver? I'm gonna answer your question right. Yeah. The emotional integrity, I guess, of the character going forward by stripping all this other stuff away from him. Will they retcon it? Will we now? Will we now have a a more meager Spider-Man? Will will his relationship? Will Marissa Tomei still be in it? Will it become more of a realistic relationship than her? Like basically, like Peter, can you come to the uh, the dance hall routine show and do pictures, or can you? Mm -hmm. So, do we believe now, or will that fail? And people are going to say, see. They tried him alone with Sony. Will people rebel against it and be like, I liked him more when he's running around with, you know, Captain America and the Hulk and who's ever left. It's going to fail in a lot of people's eyes because um, a three out of five on Rotten Tomatoes is a fresh score for uh, all the Disney movies, but it's rotten for everything else. Um, sure. Yeah, it's going to fail because we live in an age now where the movies are almost predetermined. Okay. What have what? Oh, that's my point. What has been the yeah. shocker? Will people not believe? Has has hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It mm-hmm. Is is was Wonder Woman the only surprise that it looked like it was going to get knocked and it ended up being critically oh, financially? Aquaman, Aquaman too. But Aquaman, we knew still critically was up and down. It just made a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I mean? It did get you real, know what right. I mean? Yeah, like right. where it's it got not, the best not, both yeah, worlds. Yeah, yeah. I have seen nothing See, that is, is this new now, audience. Now, Venom was ripped but made money. Right. It proved them wrong. Dark Phoenix lost both. Right. Mm. New Mutants might not even happen. Um, so my question to you is, is he a big enough character and does Holland have a big enough following where the movie is still going to be received well because it's him? Or you think the influence is going to be well, so what I'm, what I'm worried predetermined? About is we go see the movie, right? And and they're kind of bringing him back to who he kind of is. Then people are like, "Well, I don't understand. Where's his artificial suit, or where's John Favreau, or mm. why can't he help him here? You know, why doesn't he have lasers coming out of his webs? You know, like maybe this newer generation is mm. kind of like, oh, I don't like they don't like you know we've evolved beyond because we've already gotten that." In the five Sony movies, but there's still so many stories to tell that it shouldn't matter because that's who the character is. So that's my concern. My concern is people are walking. I'm walking out of the movie going, wow, I think the kid really did a good job. He pulled it off. And people are like, yeah, he kind of looked like a weak Spider-Man. He was relying on his own, on his own, you know. Dude, that might happen. Yeah. And it probably will. You know, um, or geez, uh, you know, why did he lose? Because Thor could have came in and helped him, or you know, well, or see, you know what I mean. Now or, vi- you just said something, yeah. and I need I need to touch on this. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to keep the conflict more smaller and internal. Thank you. It can't be like because the whole city of New York is going to blow up. You know what I mean? It's and gonna, here's where the continuity you have to suspend disbelief. Yeah, dude. In the other freaking twenty MCU solo films. 
There's not 20 total, I mean, but in the other 22 films, you can always argue where is everyone else. Yeah, you have sure. to suspend yeah, I understand disbelief. That. I know but that. here's but the thing: yeah. it shouldn't need to be, it shouldn't need to connect for it to be good. Yeah, because the two Guardians films are fucking great, and they don't even touch the Avengers till That's Infinity right. War. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You can argue, hey, Captain Marvel was floating in space. She could have came and helped them. Like, why didn't Fury call her when there was a nuke, and the fucking sky yeah. was well, open no, in Shatari? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but. But so that's what I'm saying. But you suspend the disbelief more to the death of Peter and isolated incidences than it's you know, mm-hmm. like you keep it like the first one, like the Green Goblin, or the, you know, mm-hmm. it's an, it's just not like something where you have to call the whole band of event because at the at the end of the day, he does take on confrontation like that Spider Man. That's not really when he's at his best, no. you know. That's not really when he's at his best. Yeah. It's almost like Batman going up against Darkseid on his own or something. We, you know, we we, mm-hmm. we could we would like that. It's cool, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you really want to see him going up against his core rogues. It's more isolated incidents. It's not like for the whole country or the whole universe or whatever. So, so I think going forward, it's it's going to be really really challenging for Sony. The directors to to sort of keep the direction, keep the the momentum going that he's created with the MCU. But I think it's going to be better. Yeah. But yet that's going to be their dilemma. As long as it's good for me, I don't care. Yeah. As long well, as it's good for me, I don't care. Sure. Uh, because it's going to make do people are going to go see a Spider Man movie? Do, it, you said what? Everyone has hit seven hundred. Yeah. yeah, but that's, that's going to be least. considered a failure, though, in no, today's market. No, because yes. you can't compare it to one billion, because everyone knows it's because it rolled the coattails in yeah. that game. Yeah. You can't. Okay. Dude, it's going to have to do a strong eight or nine. If Venom million, though, can do eight, happen. it's fine. Yeah. Um, do you got... No, I mean, I mean, I'm closed off. Yeah, you guys no, it. I mean, we'll it's. I want to rank them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rank every I Spider-Man mean, movie. If, if they Here if they, they keep Holland, I mean. Here they. I. This is not a ranking. I'm just showing you them so you sure. guys can formulate it quick. No. So no. so. Well, I, I could give you mine real quick. It's 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 Spider-Man two. Okay. Spider-Man one. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man one. Okay. Spider-Man three. Okay. Amazing mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, then, Homecoming. Okay. And Far From Home. I'm not including I'm the animated and it was it was just, the Into the Spider-Verse was better than half of those movies, but yeah. It I can't. It's okay, an, I will never compare animated with live action only because it's different has beautiful and it was a beautiful movie Into the Spider-Verse and it yeah. really captured the core. But it's still animation, guys. And I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be trite or yeah. You know, it's not the live action emotion of if they ever did a live movie of that, that's fine. So at least you know, you're giving the credit where it's due. Yeah, Got absolutely. True. Do you have yours? Yeah. So I, I am gonna go. I'm gonna go Spider Man one. Okay. I'm gonna go yeah. Spider Man two. I'm gonna go Amazing Spider Man one. I'm gonna go Spider Man three. Amazing Spider Man two. Where all this? I'm gonna go. Homecoming, Far From Home. There you go. Although there was more for me to enjoy in Far From Home than there was in Homecoming. So, but what's yeah. funny is so you 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 guys had the same but you flipped two and one. Yeah. Yeah. So Dad, I'm the I'm it's just one difference for all of us, but it's the same list. Um I am gonna include into the Spider Verse. 
Um, I would put that after one then. I mean, one. Spider-Man one. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so for me, it goes Spider-Man two, Spider-Man one. Um, I put into the Spider-Verse here just cause just visually great, a good feel good, but it, it, that could be a placeholder. Like if it's in there, it's there. If not, you know, mm-hmm. it's out, but that's where it would be. I'm giving credit where credit's due. Cause it was more Spider-Man. Like we said, then, you know, yeah, absolutely. um, then I do amazing one Spider-Man three. Cause without the emo Peter, there's a lot of good stuff in that movie. Yeah, really um, yeah, strong supporting cast too in those in both universes. But yeah. Franco, the Sandman was phenomenal. Um, I do amazing too, like you guys. And then now I'm with you. I I put even though I like don't want to. I put Far From Home above Homecoming because the 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 stuff with the spider sense i know they call it this stupid fucking peter tingle but the stuff with the spider sense when he's webbing the drones it looked more spider-man he didn't have the karen he was you know i know he made his own suit but he was i guess they really strayed away from that Mm -hmm. the only thing i'll put the only reason i'm putting far from home above homecoming is because of that and because of um i thought jake gyllenhaal was exceptional not that keaton wasn't but i will say homecoming was a better movie start to finish. But Far From Home, he had some better moments. Yeah. His web swing at the end looked pretty nice. I know he was on his phone and stuff, but that's like the newer Spider-Man where he's on the phone, I get it, 2019 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's so we're all pretty similar. At least we're all in agreement yeah. that the MCU ones fall bottom two. Well, yeah. As being Spider-Man yeah. movies. Now, if you said enjoyable or whatever, we would change the list, but we're not going to. Well, I, my closing statement is this. The, the character's... Bigger than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like you said, Nick, he easily, it, it's him and Batman for me, top one, top two. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, no doubt about it. Um, and I do really like Tom Holland. I think he can pull it off. I think he's done the best with what he's been given. Um, I'm still not really buying the love relationship that was too rushed, but maybe they can develop that if she's still in the movies. Because I like her. I think she's a beautiful young actress. She's been really good in that show, uh, Utopia, I think, uh, or whatever. Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. She's got some. She's a great actress, you know. So, so I'm I'm excited to where it goes. I think I think I for me personally, I'd like to see him come back, come back to be Spider Man, and um, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And if anything changes, and Marvel still winds up back with him, I'm still gonna go see those two. I'm not I'm not gonna rebel. I'm not rebelling against anybody. And, you know, like these guys online, oh, we got to sign a petition. No. Mm-hmm. If he goes back and he's with Happy and he teams up with Happy and Aunt May becomes, I don't know, his spokesman or something like that, I'll go see those movies and I'll, and I'll give you my judgment on them. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're bad. Um, that's fine. I just keep putting them out there. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But please, everyone, let's give him a chance mm-hmm. going back to Sony. I'll go right off that. I agree. Let's give him a chance with Sony. Um, just to sum for those who listen to it, um, we are not big fans of the MCU Spidey, but if you are, I am going to give the credit to five great critically and commercially successful appearances of him. Um, there are moments that are super enjoyable. Holland gives it his all. The villains have been great. Um, for the hardcore MCU Spidey stands fans, I'm glad that you got your version of Spider-Man and Tom Holland is your version of Spider-Man. 
enjoy it, love it. That's awesome. Um, please be open-minded to let us possibly have our version of Spider-Man back, even if it's for one film and then he comes back to Disney. I'm not sure it's going to happen, but right. um, like we said, I, I know we bash, we criticize the MCU Spider-Man. We're just being our own critics, own opinions of Spider-Man. If you care about – you'll do the same thing to us. If you really like the MCU one, you'll have just the reverse points. Right. All good, all good fun, love. It's great. With this comic you, book as worth – you watch the five movies now. Yeah. You can't you – can't, you have to go back and you have to watch those yeah. five movies. And, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise you can't be saying this is the better version or whatever. Yeah. That's that's just, you know, we've seen them all. We know them all. We've read Spider-Man. I've read all the different versions of them. I've watched all the animated. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. But, this, but, but you know, the animated series, again, all those are, are excellent things. Oh, so yeah. go ahead, Nick. So, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, I agree 100% with you guys. Um I do want to point out, because you guys mentioned it too, go and see the movie and then base judgment off of it. I know we live in such a, uh, such a society, like you said, where now the movies are almost predetermined. Yeah. So if you're a Spider-Man fan, go and see the movie, regardless if there's a, a Marvel di or Disney label at the end of it or not. Base judgment later. Am I disappointed that he's not in the MCU? No, I love Holland in a well. I would like him to continue, because I think a teenage Spider-Man is genius in the long run. I like being able to put a face to a hero for more than a few films. But I'm going to go into Sony and I'm going to know that I'm seeing Spider-Man. Whether or not it's under a Disney label or a Sony label, I think it's going back to Sony's the right move in the long run. Now, if for whatever reason people go and see the movie, if they don't like it, it fails, it flops, whatever, I don't think it's going to happen. Then maybe there there could be a case that he can go back to Disney, right? And insert him back into an Avengers movie, right? But I think now's the time. Let him be grounded. Let him be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man again. Can't say it any better than that. That's how I'm gonna end it. You know. So. And I and I love the line uh, in Infinity War when he says it's hard to be friendly neighborhood Spider-Man when there's no neighborhood. Yep. So there are some brilliant. You know, there are still. Some things that they that they incorporate in there, mm. but yet you never really felt like he was the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, all right, nice. gentlemen. Well, folks, for Nico Caruso, his father Nicholas Caruso. My name's Nick Zenick, and remember, everybody, with great power comes great responsibility. Don't abuse that power. <laughs> <laughs>